Fort Worth. Production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Good Friday morning on July 1st. Vanessa Dunha-Garmo here, filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio. She will be back in her host chair after the 4th of July holiday on Tuesday, uh, July 5th, God willing. and uh, But happy to be with you here today. So I've been filling in for a few days, if you've been tuning in. And last Friday... Uh, I was talking to Doug Keck, who we'll be talking to here shortly this hour as well. And we were talking about Roe v. Wade and that any minute, you know, really any minute, <clears throat> the, the Supreme Court could rule on the Dobbs case. And right at I get off the air, I sign off, and just minutes later, the ruling comes down. So I look forward to talking with Doug Keck about that this morning president and COO of EWTN, and we'll also talk with him about a special upcoming programming <clears throat> here coming up on EWTN. And there was a lot of coverage on uh, the uh, Roe v. Wade decision, the Supreme Court, and that was actually happening uh, in the World Families Summit in uh in uh, Italy at the time, in Rome at the time. So that was happening right there. So a lot of great coverage as well. But we'll ask Doug Heck what's going on, what's coming up. And then also coming up this hour here on EWTN National Hour, EWTN Radio, Curtis Houck will be joining us, managing editor, editor of Newsbusters at the Media Research Center. We'll ask him about the Latest stories with CNN, MSNBC, giving Planned Parenthood more than one interview per day. CNN and MSNBC giving Planned Parenthood more than one interview per day. And I was just talking to um, a speaker from the ECRC Speakers Bureau uh, locally here in Michigan. And he was saying, can you imagine if the media actually gave the coverage about women who have regretted our abortion in comparison what they do on the other side where people shouting out their abortions and saying so happy I had an abortion because it you know uh, I was able to continue with my career but they don't tell the story of all the women who suffer because of abortion the the mental suffering the emotional suffering the physical suffering and all the things that have happened because of the abortion and um, and so we'll be talking about, you know, obviously uh, media coverage and this latest with CNN, MSNBC giving Planned Parenthood more than a one interview per day. And in fact, recently I got into a, a, a message, private message exchange on Facebook with a local reporter in Detroit. She's a freelance writer now. And I actually wrote a blog about a meme she posted in the National Catholic Register um, with Robert Downey Jr. And um, she uh, shared with me an article a local article here in Detroit um, in support of abortion before Roe v. Wade was overturned. And it was all one-sided. There was not one comment from anybody from the pro-life side in this news article. Okay, it was all covering Planned Parenthood. 
and their commentary and their perspective. And I replied back to her and I said, well, I'm going to have somebody from the pro-life movement write a letter to the editor. And I actually reached out to Dr. Monica Miller and I said, read this and maybe you should respond. Well, she did. And they said, oh, sorry, we don't take any unsolicited opinions, especially on this topic. So they're not balanced. And I replied back to her and I said, that's unfortunate. You you and I know as a journalist this should have been balanced coverage. And if you're going to share one side, you should share the other. If they wouldn't even consider letting Dr. Monica Miller write a letter to the editor in response to their pro-abortion article saying, you know, women are going to die without this and, and sharing all this information that's not true um, and not substantiated and wouldn't even give the other side. And so this is where we're at today. And, we, and this has been like this for a long time. And this is why we share what we do with you, with you here on Catholic Radio and Catholic Television with what EWTN does and National Catholic Register because we have to share with you what's going on in the world, current events from the lens of a Catholic and really give you both sides of the coverage. We give you a, a, a full look at the coverage because we know we're not getting it on the other side. We're not getting it in the mainstream media. And so we have to look at the world from a perspective of a Catholic, from the lens of a Catholic. So Curtis Hawk will be joining us, and we'll be talking about newsbusters and the coverage on Roe v. Wade. And Jeremy McClellan will also be joining us, talking about the Good News Marriage Cruise coming up. And uh, he, uh, Jeremy is a Catholic comedian, and we'll be talking with him about being at the Good News Marriage Cruise and the that event coming up and his his own kind of ministry in comedy. I always have, you know, this this love for comedians, especially good, clean, and wholesome comedians that are really funny because I think it takes a lot. Actually, there's a lot of research on this. It takes a lot of intelligence and 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 to be very clever and in tuned with what's going on in the world to be funny. And then when you can do it with clean humor. It's it's it makes it even more powerful. I mean, I I've been to comedians. My my husband loves comedians, and I can't stand the, you know the the dirty raunchy comedians. I'll turn them off. I'll walk away. I mean, there's no need for that. Honestly, you could be funny without uttering one offensive word. Um, and I love those who do it really well. And, and comedy is not easy. Um, it really isn't. You have to be connected. You have to be observant. You have to be really intelligent and have a, a really high emotional IQ, really, to connect to people on that level, to make, to move people to laughter. So I, you know, I love to talk to comedians and their talent. So I'm looking forward to talking with Jerry, Jeremy here this morning on Catholic Connection and talking about the good news marriage cruise, which Ronnie and I are going to get to one of these days. We we can't go next year either. Just things are not working out the way to to, to allow us to attend the marriage cruise yet. But I'm I'm sure one day we will be able to go on the good news marriage cruise. It is seven minutes past the hour. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio. And now it's time for the news. Let's first look at the forecast on the national level here on July 1st as we head into the 4th of July weekend. As we look at, um, 
Seattle, it's a high of 76 degrees and sunny skies today. In San Francisco, a high of 63 degrees and mostly cloudy. 86 and mostly cloudy in Los Angeles. And then we look at Vegas, 107 degrees in Las Vegas and sunny. Ooh, they better get their sunscreen out and lots of water. 88, um, uh, actually 91 in Salt Lake City. And then if you look, if we're, uh, Going more into the Midwest area in Detroit, uh, it's going to be a high of 80 degrees today. Minneapolis, a high of 90, mostly cloudy skies. Kansas City, 93 degrees. Oklahoma City, 95 degrees and sunny. Dallas, Texas, 98, mostly cloudy. Houston, 82 New Orleans going to be thunderstorming most of the day with a high of 85 degrees. And in Memphis, 92 degrees. In Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia, 87 degrees is the high and mostly uh, rainy all day. And now we're going to look at the East Coast and we the Mexican border open. He said Biden's policies enable human smugglers to sneak an 18-wheeler full of illegal immigrants into Texas. 53 of the migrants die from heat-related illnesses The remain in Mexico program led the federal government hold those seeking asylum in Mexico while an immigration court processed their cases. More baby formula is on the way for parents having a hard time as a nationwide shortage drags on. The Biden administration says more formula will be flown in from Europe on July 8th. It's destined for New York and Chicago as part of what the administration is calling Operation Fly Formula. It's a specialty formula for infants with severe cow's milk or multiple food protein allergies and will be available mostly through medical distributors. President Biden keeps trying to blame Russia for soaring global inflation. Mark Mayfield has that story. Biden was pressed about soaring gas and food prices as he wrapped up this week's NATO summit in Madrid. He cited Russia's irrational behavior in the ongoing war against Ukraine. The president also made another pitch for a gas tax holiday in the U.S. before returning to Washington on Thursday. Question on how long Americans can expect to keep paying such high gas prices. Biden's answer was, as long as it takes, so Russia cannot in fact defeat Ukraine and move beyond Ukraine. A Florida judge is issuing an injunction blocking a 15-week abortion ban from taking effect on Friday. Florida health care providers filed a lawsuit arguing the law goes against the state constitution. The restriction had no exceptions for rape, incest, or human trafficking. It would allow abortion after 15 weeks if the mother was at risk of serious injury or death or of the fetus had fatal abnormalities. The Senate Republican leader is blasting President Biden for attacking the Supreme Court during his European trip. Biden said it made a mistake overturning Roe v. Wade. One thing that has been destabilizing is the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court of the United States on overruling not only Roe v. Wade, but essentially challenging the right to privacy. Kentucky's Mitch McConnell released a statement saying attacking a core American institution like the Supreme Court from the world stage is below the dignity of the president. In earlier remarks, Biden accused of the high court of outrageous behavior and reversing abortion rights. He said the ruling also threatens privacy rights and called it destabilizing. McConnell argued Biden's remarks undermine equal justice and the rule of law. Clergymen in Savannah, Georgia, are calling for the city's police chief to resign after an officer shot and killed a black man scott kimbler reports according to the georgia bureau of investigation 31 year old saudi ra lee showed officers his concealed weapons permit and his holstered handgun last friday 
At some point, and for reasons that are unclear, a chase ensued and an officer shot Lee. This week, church leaders questioned officers' training and people who live in the historic Carver Village neighborhood where the shooting happened said excessive policing probably led to the shooting. Carver Village was created in 1948 to provide affordable housing for African Americans. Several deputies are injured and at least one death is being reported in a shooting in eastern Kentucky. Florida County Sheriff John Hunt says deputies were attempting to serve a warrant when the incident happened Thursday night. The suspect opened fire when they responded and is now in custody. Governor Andy Bashir tweeted that he's asking everyone to hold Floyd County in prayer tonight as the situation progresses. Federal officials with the ATF are on the ground assisting local authorities. There's been another bison attack at Yellowstone National Park. More from Brian Shook. It happened on Wednesday when a woman from Pennsylvania was gored. She's expected to be okay despite suffering some injuries. The National Park Service says the woman and her daughter were going back to their vehicle when they inadvertently approached the bison. That led the animal to charge at them. Another attack happened on Monday. That's when a bison gored a man from Colorado near the giant geyser at Old Faithful. Passengers are safe after a small single-engine airplane crashed. Uh, in the river near New Haven, Connecticut, authorities are on the scene. Uh, one of the pr- primary concerns here is environmental now because a plane has fuel in it and this is a sensitive environmental area. There's a lot of oyster beds in the area. The Quinnipiac River uh, is a sensitive area. So the team is working to secure the plane, uh, bring it to shore, and then bring it on to shore. Officials say there were three to four occupants on the plane with everyone being taken to a local boatyard. Chick-fil-A is America's favorite fast food chain once again. That's according to the American Customer Satisfaction Index out this week. A survey of more than 20,000 random fast food customers found that Chick-fil-A had an overall satisfaction score of 83, while Jimmy John's trailed in a second with a score of 79. While fast food is still a popular choice for consumers, sit-down restaurants scored much higher in categories like order accuracy, cleanliness, food quality, and employee friendliness. Survey participants rated Longhorn Steakhouse and Texas Roadhouse as their top sit-down restaurant choices. It is 14 minutes past the hour. Vanessa Denhagarmo filling in for Teresa Tamia. We'll be right back after the break. Abortion. Pornography. Embryonic stem cell research. Corporate contributions to Planned Parenthood. Do you invest in companies that are engaged in these practices? The Ave Maria Mutual Funds do not. And their investment portfolios reflect that. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Have you heard the latest and greatest travel news? One more reason to join us on our premier Tease Italy pilgrimage, La Dolce Fide, or the Sweetness of Faith, this November 6th to the 14th. Hi, it's Teresa Tamio, and yes, it's an unbelievable price, some $3,600 for a seven-night land package, including Assisi, Orvieto, Rome, and much more. But now, and here's the latest and greatest news, no reason to worry about having to test to come back home. All testing requirements dropped. No vaccination, no testing, and a credible opportunity to visit tombs of the great saints such as Francis, Claire, Blessed Carlos Acutes, and so much more, except those tests. So call Corporate Travel now, 800-727-1999, or visit us online, 
AveMariaRadio.net on our travel page. Call now. The trip is filling up. 1-800-727-1999. Hope to see you in Bella Italia in November. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. week, President and COO of EWTN joins Teresa Tamio here on Catholic Connection to talk about the latest programming uh, coming up on EWTN. And we had him on last week, and we were talking about Roe v. Wade could be overturned any minute now. We get off the air and we hear the news. <laughs> Doug? Absolutely. You were a prophet. You were a prophet. <laughs> so we'll talk you about that. It. Yeah, we'll talk about that. It would. I got off the air and I'm like, oh, that would have been great if they came down right when I was talking to Doug. How great would that have been? So, But let's talk about programming coming yeah. up on EWTN well, and we'll get into the Roe v. Wade issue. Historic. Yeah. Obviously historic. And we've got a couple of historical related things coming up, like today at 10.30 a.m., We've got a new series in search of America's Catholic uh, founders, focusing on St. Unipara Serra, featuring Archbishop uh, Salvatore Cordelioni. So people mm. can check that out. We've also got a mass uh, coming from the Mission Dolores in San Francisco, coming up at 3.30 uh, p.m. today as well, in honor of the feast day of, of uh, St. Sarah as well. So, And Cordelioni um, will be there as well doing that. And some wonderful music can be expected in that particular program. Also, we're excited about a couple of new uh, kids-oriented offerings, Adventure Catechism oh. and uh, Lucas Storyteller uh, programs. Um, each one are like 15 minutes. We package them together like in a half an hour. We're going to start airing tomorrow, and they'll be on uh, Saturday mornings at 9.30 and Wednesdays at 4.30 p.m. on a regular basis, ongoing uh, as part of our kids' uh, block, EW10 Kids. And we've also got, uh, we can't forget about July 4th, so coming up on uh, Saturday, we're going to have Catholic Blessings, Revolutionary and Early National Catholicism in Pennsylvania with our own uh, Father Connor, so we're keeping the historic. And then on the 4th, we've got uh, a program on uh, a modern miracle story, uh, talking about a family related to Blessed Peer Giorgio Frassati's intercession. And uh, then on Wednesday, Mike O'Neill, the uh, well-known... uh, Miracle Hunter is going to be on with Father Mitch talking about a couple of programs, and one especially, which is then airing on Thursday. They might be saints Rhoda Wise. Now, Rhoda Wise was, uh, was a mystic in Ohio, and uh, she has an incredible connection to a certain Rita Rizzo, later oh. known as Mother Angelica. And uh, so check that out. It's coming out uh, uh, as a premiere next Thursday after uh, Mike's on with uh, Father Mitch the night before talking about that and another program that as well is, is coming out. So we're very excited about our great programming, EW10.com, for all things Catholic, uh, whether it's TV or radio, of course, and, uh, and our on-demand. We want to remind people that we have a 
so many programs. You just go to the website, use the app, and you can watch any program you want for the most part. Okay? Yeah, we always talk, Doug, too, Teresa and I, about uh, getting uh, Catholic View for Women on Demand as well. And so we're always talking about that. You could watch all the programming, and they're so evergreen. That's what I love about Catholic Absolutely. View for Women. Right. There's a timely one being aired this week about surrendering, you know, and it was filmed a little while ago, but it never goes away. We To learn to surrender is so important, especially uh, what we're dealing today. Right. Absolutely. It's a central, really, tenant, uh, I think, of humanity, but certainly from a Catholic understanding of it. I think surrender, uh, uh, forgiveness, uh, suffering, and understanding where life has suffering and that one can use it and do something with it. It doesn't mean you're a masochist and you go looking for it, but it allows you to understand what it is and, and not be sitting there thinking that, you know, how could this be happening to me? I remember Father Benedict Groeschel used to say, the question isn't uh, why me, it's not. It's like why not me? I yeah. could be the person. So, uh, yeah. And not why, wh- why is this happening, but what am I going to do with it? Yeah, amen to that. And, and, and Doug, in terms of the uh, programming, EWTN Kids and the Catechism Program, mm-hmm. um, is that, what age group is that geared towards? Most of those, I, I would say most of our programming like that with kids is, is basically up to 10, so to speak. Okay. It's, it's really like 3 to 10 because uh, that's the kind of program that you produce. Uh, and, and again, I think what, uh, you know, unfortunately the Disneyites and these people are right about how you indoctrinate your kids, which is you get them early. And I think it's important uh, for us to have programming for young children, especially young mothers who might be watching the kids or grandmas watching the kids. And... Uh, you get them an opportunity, you know, as they get a little older, you know, especially in the world we live in today with the Internet and everything else. It's, it's kind of tough um, to expect them to be sitting there watching uh, television straight on. Uh, but uh, the younger children certainly, I think, are, are open to their faith. And I think it's the inculcation, not indoctrination, that helps young people many times get through. Uh, you know, a lot of us, uh, you know, go searching in our teen years into early 20s, and then we find our way back. And uh, not everybody, but some people follow that route. And uh, it's helpful to have those underpinnings, especially when things get tough. And when you come to the, the conclusion, which you should come to the conclusion, that what the world told you was a big lie. Yeah. You know, I, uh, Doug, my mom used to watch, you made me think of my mom. She used to watch my mm-hmm. daughter, Elena, when she was little, and she used to always have the EWTN cartoons on for her. Right. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Always. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And we know, and we know sometimes, you know, kids will go back uh, after grandma took care of them and, and kind of even use that as an opportunity. The kids will say, well, I, now that they're back with, their, you know, with mom on a regular basis or whatever, they're, they're like, they want to watch the same programming or, or they take some of the spirituality that grandma has in, you know, has, you know, praying before meals or things like that and, and bring that back into their own family if it's been missing. Yeah, amen to that. You know, um, Doug, we were, I was just saying that when we were talking last week, you know, um, we were talking about the announcement from the Supreme Court could happen any day. And at the time, EWTN was doing live coverage in right. uh, Rome on the world families. That was perfect, really. I, I know. It was divine intervention. Perfect. Right. <laughs> it was like, Along with the dates, I mean, you've got the yeah. Sacred Heart, you've got John the Baptist, yeah. um, you know, you've got us doing the world meeting of families at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, these things don't that's not happenstance yeah and we know that so we're talking about john the baptist and it came down at 10 10 so the supreme court issues these at uh every right. 10 minutes starting at 10 o'clock in the morning well that was the second one issued right second mm-hmm. ruling at 10 10 and then people were reading john 10 10 
where Jesus talks about giving life. <laughs> so Absolutely. It's, Again, it's just, there's, <laughs> uh, you know, these God incidences, whatever you want, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, these things are not totally, you know, our Lord doesn't do these things straightforward and, you know, he drives... He kind of does it in crooked lines, and it's it's around the periphery for those with the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Yeah, and Doug, as we move past Roe, we know obviously it reverts back to the state. How will the EWTN coverage handle that now, the pro-life well, movement moving well, forward? Well, I know we have, uh, we've had that whole series that Teresa's been involved in as mm-hmm. well with the Beyond Roe, and uh, I know yeah. there's big plans uh, for us. There was a, even just a meeting the other day talking about the amount of effort we're going to put into really covering the state races and supporting those pro-life areas out there where we can at least by bringing positive information about what's really going on because as you know i mean they're running around saying ectoctic pregnancies you can't do this yeah, oh, just, yeah. just flailing around but again it's uh, you know when you've got the master of lies what are you going to get more lies yeah, exactly. In fact, that that day, the first thing I saw was a lady saying, you know, I had a miscarriage and now I'll be charged charged with a crime for having right. a I'm like, no, you're not. I mean, where do you get this information from? They, they get it from Planned Parenthood or they get yeah. it from somebody on the web. And, and most of these people are running around in states where the laws are going to be as liberal, if not more liberal, than they were before. And so I don't know what they're, they're, they're talking about, situations that don't even impact them, uh, let alone uh, yeah. you know people that they know. And yeah. like you said, you still have this, uh, this uh, idea that all of these things are suddenly draconian. People are going to be, you know, women are going to be, uh, you know, arrested or something. And uh, I was on with Father Spitzer the last time somebody was prosecuted for an abortion was in 1922 so i don't think that's going to happen no it's not doug keck thank you so much president and coo of ewtn for joining us as always here on catholic connection thank you god bless doug keck stay with us everyone we're going to continue our conversation with curtis hawk managing editor of newsbusters after the break Hey men, listen up. Tired of the pain yet? Sick of hiding the anger, guilt, and shame? I don't care whose idea it was. Losing a child to abortion hurts, but it won't go away by itself. The loss is real, and so is the pain. Call me now at 469-720-CARE. We'll talk, and no one needs to know. I understand your pain because it was mine once. Call Project Joseph, 469-720-2273 now. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. 
Tomorrow on Catholic Drive Time, we're going back in time with Dr. Nathaniel Jensen. He's got a book out called Traced, Human DNA's Big Surprise. It's all about tracing the history of mankind, where we come from, how old the earth is through the Y chromosome. It's going to be fascinating. Also, Father Frank Pavone is going to be on to talk about a post-Roe v. Wade world. And Tito Edwards from BigPulpit.com, all on Catholic Drive Time, 6 a.m. Central, 7 Eastern, across the GRN. This is Tony Beshera. My wife, Chris, and I own Babich & Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babich & Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999 or you can find us on the web at Babich, B-A-B-I-C-H, dot com. MSNBC, the official mouthpieces of the abortion movement. Well, since the leak of Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization draft decision, left-wing cable networks have conducted 65 televised interviews with Planned Parenthood employees amounting to over four hours of airtime. And to talk with us about that is Curtis Hauk, uh, managing editor of Newsbusters at the Media Research Center. Curtis, how are you? Do we did we lose Curtis there? Curtis was just with us. I was talking with him during the break. Okay, we'll get him back on. But let me read this to you. So CNN, MSNBC, giving Planned Parenthood more than one interview per day. So this is basically, you know, not balanced journalism. And this this happened. I experienced this. Um, talked about this a little while ago there was a local reporter i wrote a blog about here in detroit area and i wrote a national catholic register about a meme she posted um with robert downey jr and uh she posts stuff all day long and i you know it was one thing that i did private message her about but she sent me an an article local article about all the horrible things that are going to happen to women if Roe v. Wade gets passed. And this is before, obviously, the announcement on June 24th. And I replied back, you're a journalist. Where's the balance? Where's the other side? And I I actually prompted, um, shared this with Dr. Monica Miller to actually write in a letter to the editor, an op-ed. And the paper, the local paper, responded, well, we don't take unsolicited articles. They didn't write a balanced article at all. Uh, but that's just one example, and Curtis Hawk is now with us. Curtis, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Good. So a little technical issues, but we need to get the story out. So CNN, MSNBC, giving Planned Parenthood more than one interview per day. Talk about being non-balanced journalism. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So we looked at, we started from the day of the leaked opinion, so that's uh, May 2nd, to the release of the opinion, June 27th on CNN and MSNBC during their live programming, so pretty simple parameters. And so we found that during this 57-day period, there were 48 on MSNBC with a Planned Parenthood uh, official or former official, you know, so basically someone with ties to Planned Parenthood. And then CNN had 17. So you add those two together, and I don't do math very well, but fortunately my colleagues do, that's 65. And so 65 is greater than 57, so therefore we mean that it is uh, more than one per day. And the combined total was 251 minutes. So that's a really 
I mean, that's not even a long movie. That's four hours and 11 minutes. Wow. And and compared to the pro-life side? So uh, this study did not look at those parameters, but what we, <laughs> what we found was there were some guests in the initial couple of days. Uh, Kristen Hawkins was on with Andrea Mitchell. Um, but other than that, you really don't see those kinds of opinions. Um, you know, and, and I think what it speaks to is the fact that because we didn't have enough numbers, uh, we didn't really have anything close to that comparison, it shows that th- there's a level of coziness between the news media. And it's not just because they think the same. It is because, I mean, they're friends. And so that's how it makes things really easy. So they really have each other on speed dial. So when these issues arise, they don't really think about having people of differing views. They would rather, you know, create a cartoonish view of pro-lifers. They would rather have Planned Parenthood officials on because when they think of an issue, they think of their friend, and that's yeah. all that there is. And they're not—that's not how they're supposed to operate here. Yeah, none of them are. And this happened. I was just saying this on the air a little while ago, Curtis. That local newspaper, a local publication—not really a newspaper, but a local publication—did uh, an article just days before Roe v. Wade announcement for the Supreme Court and it was so one-sided all about what horrible things are going to happen to women if Roe v. Wade gets over, overturned. It was all about Planned Parenthood uh, and, uh, and a woman to defend abortion says that to me. She goes, did you read this? Did you see this? And I said, well, where's the other side? And I said, I'm going to actually have Dr. Monica Miller respond and she did with a letter to the editor and they said, we don't take unsolicited Articles, but yet they shared nothing from the other side. It was all about Planned Parenthood and how women are going to die, and you you can't get treated if you have an eptopic pregnancy. All these lies being spewed on the left. I, again, I say, where are the fact checkers? You know, we have yeah. the so called we have the so called fact checking community in this country that comes out for Pinocchio's and pants on fire rulings and all those sorts of things. Uh, you know, Snopes looks at, you know, is Hillary Clinton a space alien, you know? Yeah. Like, did, did someone <laughs> pass gas on the air? Like, yeah. you know, it, it, yeah. you know it, I mean, those kind of weird claims, but, the, but they won't actually fact check those sorts of things about those types of pregnancies, um, about pro-life centers. Um, you know, you have all these skew- – and polling is really difficult, too, because a lot of people might not know this, but – the reason you sometimes get polls that don't make any sense is the next question you should ask yourself is if you're if you're not are you able to go into the PDF where it shows the full breakdown? Yeah. And how the question was worded. Because, so a lot of oh, I think of Roe v. Wade. People, you know, people that have like actual jobs, you know, that don't have aren't you know fortunately don't watch CNN all day like I do. Mm-hmm. They. They'll just get, you know, do you think Roe v. Wade should be overturned? And when they think of Roe v. Wade, they thought, and they still think, oh, abortion completely banned, being, you know, terrible, oh, my gosh. And yeah. obviously that's not the case at all. That's not yeah. what we're talking about. Returning yeah. the issue to the states. And in a lot of, in some states, it's 15 weeks, 8 weeks, you know. I mean, there's a, and then there's so many different uh, little pieces and nuances to that. And that's called federalism, folks. Yeah. 
Exactly. And people, and that's why we, we bring these stories to your attention is because we want you to be aware of the imbalance in these news stories and that you can't, you have to do your research. You have to ask yourself, well, why are they only telling the plant parenthood side? Where are the pro-life messengers? Where are the, and there's highly educated people on the pro-life side, but like you said, they try to paint the picture of them being cartoon-like or, you know, uh, barbaric or, you know, archaic. And not really show people like Monica Miller and other people on the pro-life side um, sharing research and information. And that's what we're dealing with. Leading with conspiracy theories, you know, that, yeah. people, that women that come to pregnancy centers are told that, like, you know, you're going to become a man if you take, like, the morning after pill or something. You know, totally insane. You're going to turn into a fish person. When, you know, a lot of what pro-life centers do is they do a lot of things that, you know, they provide strollers, they provide, you know, classes, they provide diapers and formula, all those kinds of things that become really expensive in this economy Yeah, uh, that would benefit all people uh, of all socioeconomic backgrounds and, you know, geographic areas of the country. Um, but instead, that's not what you get. You get these kind of fringe conspiracy theories and people freaking out about, they're fake abortion clinics. Well, yes, because... They, we don't want to provide abortions. Yeah. Okay. Chris, we have less than a minute left with you. What else do you want to share with our listeners here on Catholic Connection about this latest uh, Newsbuster uh, story? Well, do we? I think we lost him there. Thank uh, you so much for having me on Newsbusters.org. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Chris. How, thank you. Stay with us, everyone. We're going to continue our conversation with Jerry, uh, Jeremy McClellan right after this. You can choose your own gender. These are some of the messages your student is hearing from society. Join us this summer as Pro-Life Boot Camp investigates these and other claims. Your student will learn to be a truth detective and find the truth among the lies. Join us for Middle School Day Camp June 13 through 17 or High School Overnight Camp July 15 through 19. Register today at ProLifeDallas.org. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. Is your job situation uncertain? Do you want to enhance your career opportunities? Come join the St. Jude Center Alliance for its fourth comprehensive faith-based job search workshop on Saturday, July 9th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the campus of St. Jude Catholic Church in Allen. The content of this job search workshop will be based on Jack Bick's Career Development Guide, The Champion Way 2.0, Land in Four Weeks. This job search workshop is free of charge. To register, call Martha at 469-236-6155. 
Did you know the Knights of Columbus was founded by a priest to provide for widows and orphans? This was Father McGivney's primary concern in 1882 at our founding. Today, the Knights of Columbus has grown into a Fortune 1000 company that has over $24 billion in assets and well over $111 billion of life insurance in force. Doesn't your Catholic family deserve to be protected by a Catholic company that has your morals and faith in mind? Join today online and discover our Catholic difference at Knights.net. Dan Hagarmo here, filling in for Teresa Tamio here on Catholic Connection and with Epiphany Communications and Coaching. And one of the things on my bucket list to do is the Good News Marriage Cruise. I, I, I want to make this trip. I couldn't do it the coming year. I'm really bummed about it because I love comedy. And Jerry Jeremy McClellan will be there. He's a Catholic comedian, and he's right here joining us on Catholic Connection. Jeremy, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to the cruise, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. So you're rising star in the stand-up comedy world. <laughs> How did you get into comedy? You know, um, everybody has sort of like a, a, a plain story that they tell, or like a, it's almost like a convert story, right? Like yeah. you convert to Catholicism, they have like a, a nice story that they tell everybody where they're like, you know, uh, and it's all, all laid out. And really, I just, my friends were interested in comedy, and I was helping them write stuff, and they were like, you should do it, and so I did it, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, I've, I've always liked being clever um, or being, you know, outsmarting people, and I think that's kind of what you do with the audience a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but I also think that comedy is, is a way just to bring all of the different parts of your life uh, together because um, there's really nothing off limits in terms of topics that you can talk about. And so for me, it's always been uh, sort of a, as far as the artistic process, it's always been kind of a, a way to process uh, everything that goes on in life. Yeah, and, you know, you recently completed a sold-out tour in the United States and the U.K. and Pakistan, which is incredible. Uh, that's awesome. And, you know, Jeremy, I always say that, you know, to be a comedian, you have to be very clever, very smart, very in tune, very connected to people. I mean, comedy takes uh, it takes work. I mean, you know, you have to know what's going on in the world and being observant. Sure. Yeah, and seeing the world around you. So have you always been one of those people that can naturally connect to other people? You know, it comes and goes in terms of my ability to connect with other people. Um, but comedy is definitely the way that I, I like doing it because you can't fake um, the kind of laughter that you get in comedy, like in stand-up especially. Um, you know, you can pretend to laugh, but there's always a lag when someone does that. Um, and so when you do make someone laugh, like that's a connection that you're making with the other person. And um, I, I recently did a, um, uh, I, I recorded a course for Word on Fire. And uh, one of the things they say in there is that uh, humor is uh, a, like part of the virtue of prudence, where it's, it's, it's how you see the world. Okay. And one of the things that learning to do comedy and learning to, I guess, have a sense of humor uh, does is it helps you see the world um, correctly, and uh, or at least see the world um, without sort of. Uh, I, I guess, like if you if you see someone, if you say that someone doesn't have a sense of humor, one of the things you're saying is that they can't see the humor in whatever happens. They can't mm. see, uh, and so it, it really does go down to the like perception and the ability to see something 
without trying to, I guess, if you think of someone who's humorless, they sort of try to impose, uh, no, everything's fine. Or like they, they have this kind of way of imposing their view on reality instead of just, you know, re- you know, reveling in it like a child. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely believe it's a God-given talent or even sometimes a charism if you're using to evangelize mm-hmm. the faith. And you, too, are a devout Catholic. So tell us about your faith, Jeremy. Well, so I was raised uh, Presbyterian. I was raised in the PCA, which is the Church of Christ founded in 1972. And uh, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and uh, I became Catholic um, three years ago. Three years oh. ago, I, I um, was receiving full communion, or whatever the the, the, the nice phrase is. The, yeah, receiving full communion from the Catholic Church. You're not supposed to say yeah. convert, apparently. Yeah. Um, but but uh, so and for me, it, it really was about it was about Mary for uh, you know as she's the one who brought me to the, to the faith, um, and it, it 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 really was the idea that um, faith is not sort of a list of beliefs about reality. Um, and then I think sometimes that's what I thought Christianity was. Like, okay, well, what's Christianity? You look up on Wikipedia, and it's like a list of beliefs about reality. But it's actually just the reality. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, <laughs> like a friend of mine uh, said, that, like, the Catholic Church, or the Catholic Catechism actually doesn't say Catholicism. I didn't say, like, this is what Catholics believe. This is what Catholicism is. It just says what reality is like. Um, mm. And so for the Eucharist, um, which on the cruise we're going to have daily, a daily mass, which is exciting. Um, and uh, the, like, for the Eucharist, like, Catholicism is not, like, a belief about the Eucharist, right? It's just the Eucharist. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, the belief, like, goes into the, the reality of it. And so... Like, I had thought about converting before, but I was like, well, if I believe it, I don't really have to convert, right? I just have yeah. to I just keep going about my life and not embarrass my family and friends by becoming Catholic. Um, but once I realized that, the, like, the faith was about the reality and that, like, when you go to Mass, like, you're participating in the reality of it. Like, that's Jesus. It's not like, it's not like your faith isn't like... You don't have faith in a belief about Jesus. Like, you have faith in Jesus. Like, it goes in, it's, it's, it's him. And once I realized that, like, well, of course you have to convert. Like, of course you have to, like, go to get, like, go to mass now. Um, and so for me, it was just the reality of it finally settling in. Um, and so I became Catholic, which was, uh, uh, <laughs> look at me, you know, from the broad scheme of things, uh, I don't know if it was a good career choice or not, um, because every, everybody else is like, well, that's sort of like going back in time. But for me, it was just, it, it, it was obvious. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, what, that's what I have to do. We're talking with Jeremy McClellan. He is going to be on the Good News Marriage Cruise. You can go to goodnewscruise.com. You are among a wonderful lineup of speakers, and it's going to be a hoot and a half between you and Father mm-hmm. Joe Krupp. Do you know Father Krupp? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he I is do, hysterical. Yeah, yeah, you guys are going to have a great time. So it's a wonderful uh, lineup there. Do you already, like, when you get booked for things like this, do you, do you kind of rework your, uh, your, your show, your performance, because you're right, yeah, towards sure. couples? Well, yeah. well, because, right. I mean, so this will be, obviously, since the topic is marriage, uh, is marriage, then, you know, my wife and I, we have to stay together until then, at least. 
Well, she's going on the cruise. She's like, like she's going on the cruise with me. Uh-huh. It's going to be awkward if, if we're not together anymore. Sure, so, that would be really um, awkward. Right. Well, <laughs> and and yeah, and the the, the the tone of the comedy might be darker uh, if that were the case. Um, no, so I'm going to be. So yeah, I mean, obviously, the subject of my of my comedy will be. Uh, my performances will be about marriage. They'll be about my faith and um, my family. I, I have two kids, four and two, um, and so like, it, like that's what. So, so for, I'll, I'll probably just start out by like picking out all of my material that fits those categories, and then narrowing it down, or like writing more about it, or you know, if something happens on the cruise, or if I think of stuff like while on the cruise, like that could be part of it. Um, so it, it's, it's really a very fluid thing and it, you know, per- performing comedy, it's not like a monologue. It's not like everything is scripted. sure. A lot of times it's like choose your own adventure books where like, <laughs> if you say something, or yeah. if, you, if you, if you tell a joke and like people laugh a lot at it, then you're like, okay, more of that type of stuff. And then you can go on that. Or if people don't laugh and you're like, well, I'm not going to do five more jokes that are like you know, similar. So, like, yeah. so there's these like trap doors you have to build into your set uh, yeah. so that you can get out of stuff and, or like build more stuff or there's, you know, audience participation is a big thing, doing crowd work, talking to people. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for it. I, I'm yeah. excited for every show that yeah. I do, but um, especially for this one. Yeah, we're talking with Jeremy McClellan. We got to take a break. And Jeremy, it's kind of cool because at this event you get to, uh, engage with the people for a few days you know you get to work the right. kind of the crowd right. and learn the audience so we're going to continue this conversation we're going to be nice to people yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah they're nice actually to nice like to people <laughs> in the dinner line and stuff so they'll yeah. laugh at me later yeah you're right jeremy we're going to take a quick break and come back here on catholic connection stay with us everyone people ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves one answer is visiting angels america's choice in senior home care Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Those who deny the full humanity of the preborn will be toying with the sentiments of pro-life people. They will say, you can't really believe in the humanity of the unborn unless you support this or that piece of legislation. The pro-life position is quite different. We might well believe that we need to improve social conditions, but first of all, we believe that the pre-born are a good to be protected, even if born into poverty, even if born into unstable, violent homes. We want to eliminate those terrible conditions, but it is the height of arrogance to tell human beings like unborn children who cannot communicate or reason or stand up for themselves that they are better off dead because we know from our own experience that we would choose life and survival over death no matter how poor our social environment. Cresta in the afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. 
A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. Effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. We're back here on Catholic Connection, talking with Jerry McClellan. He is the Catholic comedian. will be on the Good News Marriage Cruise. GoodNewsCruise.com is how you register, and there's a wonderful show lineup of people. And so you do a lot of interfaith events, Jeremy. Tell me a little bit about that around the world. I do, yeah. So um, uh, before I became a comedian, I worked with people with uh, disabilities, and I had a lot of Muslim clients uh, who I would take care of and um uh, when I started doing comedy, I had all these stories about being being Christian and being around Muslims, and um, it caught on in the Muslim community. And so I've been able to perform uh, for you know Muslim groups, and I've, I've performed in mosques, uh, you know, all around the world, and um, especially in Pakistan, I've got a good following of people, and uh, I've just I've loved every minute of it. Wow, that's great. So, Jeremy. Um, you know, we, we, you're going to be able to work the crowd, which is really cool on the cruise. Unlike other events where you kind of maybe work the crowd for a little bit before, sure. but this is this is several days. You're with these people for a few days, <laughs> right? Right. So I, I better, yeah. Like I said, I, I have to be nice <laughs> to them, so I so I don't like uh, ruin my welcome. And then they're like, you know, they don't want to. But yeah, and there's a there's a part of that that I, I, I'm really excited about because a lot of times when I get dropped into a show, right? Like if I'm going to like last weekend, I was in Ohio and I went and I did a show and like, I didn't have time with all of the audience beforehand Mm -hmm. um, to like really get to know them and really get to like get a feel for them or uh, you know, what are they talking about? What are the big topics that they're, you know, so, but for this, like I'll be around everyone um, and I'll be going to the same, uh, my wife's going to drag me to the same, uh, events and stuff uh, on the cruise uh, that they're going to. And yeah. so, like, the the zeitgeist, the sort of topics that everyone's talking about will be, like, on my mind. And so I'll be writing, you know, material based on that while on the cruise. And, um, you know, we'll all be in sort of uh, – this is so corny, uh, but I really didn't mean to, to make this pun, but we will all be kind of in the same boat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really that's the, that's the worst thing. But like, you no, know, we we were all sort of yeah. talking and learning about the same stuff. And um, I mean, I'm also going just for my own marriage, uh, you know, because like you don't, there's not a lot of time that you spend. I have two small kids, two toddlers, um, who are only 18 months apart. In case anyone's doing math out there, um, uh, but like that's the like, there's so much that we do, and a lot of times we neglect uh, to sort of work on our marriages. I know my wife and I, we had a date. We went and saw Top Gun uh, last week, and we realized, that, like, oh, this is the first date we've been on in, like, months. Yeah. And so I, a lot of times you do just neglect that. You, you don't yeah. even think about it, and then, and then you're like, wait, what's my wife like? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wake up and oh, say, right. yeah, who, who, who am I married to? Like, who, who are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I know. When, you, right. when you're a parent, it, it, you get distracted. so easily getting distracted. And you talk about um, working the room and learning from people, but do you ever get any inspiration mm-hmm. from co- other comedians? Oh, sure. I mean, like, I mean, obviously not <laughs> taking jokes. Like, that's no, no, no. Sin. Just that's no, a, yeah. That's yeah. a cardinal vice. Of uh, that's the that's a mortal sin among comedians. Yeah, but um, but uh, no, it, like because people 
like in, in, like in terms of topics, in terms of uh, like fresh approaches, the way yeah. people structure sets. I mean, we're constantly in the back rooms talking and uh, helping each other work on work on material. Um, you know, I have a lot of obviously a lot of comedian friends who you know we meet and we write together. We're like, how about this? Like, what if you did this? And so it really is like a community of like a of like a craft, almost like mm-hmm. a craft community of uh, like a trade of people who are helping each other um, be as funny as possible. That's great. We're talking with Jeremy uh, McClellan. He'll be the Catholic comedian on the cruise, Good News Marriage Cruise. You can go to goodnewscruise.com to find out more. And, Jeremy, what else do you want to share with our listeners before we let you go here on Catholic Connection? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> we got about, about a minute left with you, about a minute. Right. Well, I will say that, uh, you know, I'm that after – COVID, you know, COVID was hard uh, on so many people and so many, so many families. And this is, I think, really just going to be a wonderful, like the cruise is going to be such a wonderful time to almost reset and stand back and uh, you're out of the pressure cooker of COVID and into the pressure cooker of this cruise uh, and to really focus on, on your spouse and, um, but not just your spouse, but also your spouse, like in the context of uh, the world, um, like the reality that we call Catholicism. So. Mm. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us here on Catholic Connection. And go to uh, goodnewscruise.com to register for this Good News Marriage Cruise. And God bless you, Jeremy. And happy 4th of July to everyone. We wish everyone a very blessed and safe holiday and pray for our quite. Uh, our country, rather. Teresa will be back in our host chair on Tuesday. God bless everyone. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Guadalupe Radio Network announces the launch of La Promesa Legacy Circle, formed to recognize and honor our dedicated donors who have made long-term commitments to the network through gifts from their estates. We invite you to join our family and allow us to be a part of your personal legacy. For more information on making a legacy gift for the benefit of the GRN and a guide to charitable estate planning, contact our friends at the Catholic Foundation at 972-661-9792 or info at catholicfoundation.com. If you just experienced damages from the most recent severe weather, you need a professional to guide you through the insurance process. Hi, I'm Mari Buford with Buford Roofing and Construction and a proud member of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please beware of the door-to-door, fast-talking, high-pressure salesmen that insist you sign a contract now. Take your time, weigh your options, and let a professional be your guide. We may be reached at our website, BufordRoofing.com, or by phone at 817-329-ROOF. Blessed be God. 
Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be his most sacred heart. Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Good morning. This is an EWTN News Link. I'm Tom Price. Following the discovery of the bodies of